Join the BU movement. Go to BUMVMT.com to get your membership today. Are you ready to be you? Let's go. What is up, BU Movement community? What is up, Wellness Movers? My name is Brooke Emery. I am your host on the BU Movement podcast. And along with being the host, I am also on the amazing mission on becoming the best version of myself, just like you, on our healing and growth journey. On this podcast, our mission is to provide insights from leading global wellness experts, focusing on the five aspects of wellness, making this the first multidimensional wellness podcast. And today, I am so excited and honored to share the stage with the one and only Michael Palzer. We are focusing on the physical and mental aspect of wellness today. Michael is a versatile athlete turned holistic movement specialist with a variety of different backgrounds, and I'm so excited to get into it. So get ready to explore his expertise in encompassing animal flow, yoga, functional movement, and beyond as he illuminates the transformative power of embracing failure for personal growth. Michael, welcome. Thank you. What an introduction. <laughs> I mean, the one and only you're here. I'm so excited to have you. And we were just talking before this that we have so many friends that we have in common within the wellness space. And I just love how the universe just brings like-minded people together, just like us. Right. That's right. So Michael, I would love to start by just having you share your journey from being an athlete to becoming a wellness professional. And I know there was a little bit more in there, but share your story and start, start the process with us. Sure. Well, thank you for having me on first and foremost. Yeah, that is definitely the linchpin of me as a mover and my workouts and why I became a trainer is athletics. Um, I think it's so important for anyone to at least dabble in in sports. You know, you have the team that you have the problem solving, you have the discipline, just everything that comes with it. And that is echoed in everything that I've done moving forward. And it started as a way for me to be a better athlete, right? So getting stronger, being able to jump higher, run faster, all of that. And then what happened was I got injured and that was like right at the end of, right at the end of high school that I was going into college. And I, I, I was writing this and I was like, it ended my, my competitive sports career. And I shouldn't say that it was like where I was at, at that time that definitely completely shifted things because that was my world. And so I walked away from the sport because I didn't want to go to school and not play sports. Right. You know? <laughs> I've been there. That injury completely made me go a direction. And it was beautiful because I, I wound up at a, I guess the best way to put it is like a medical center. And I was, I was doing some rehab there. I started working out after I healed the injury. 
and got to know the staff and asked what it would take to become a personal trainer and they guided me into that and then the rest is history and I'm, I'll, I'll never really not work with people in that format and so that started it was really cool because that medical center had a physical therapy unit a sports performance and then a public gym and it was owned by the hospital wow so we got all this funding and a really cool like unique scenario of offerings and so i got to work hand in hand with physical therapists i got to work hand in hand with a sports performance specialist and then i was a personal trainer and so i was being mentored by physical therapists and mentored by a sports performance coach as i learned the craft and looking back i don't think it could have been more perfect you know because it's literally what I do now. It's everything was kind of laid out for you to create your journey. And I think that's amazing and trusting the universe that truly everything happens for a reason. And I can 100% relate on going through that process of being a professional athlete. And then from there, having it almost taken away from you and just being like, what do I do now? I had the same thing happen with me with dance. Mine was more medical, but I was on tour. And from there I was same thing. They were like, you can't do this anymore. You can't do this any longer. And I'm like, this is all I know. This is all I want to do. You know? So I think a huge part of that is, which we spoke upon recently is having this feeling of failure that like I failed myself, my body failed me. And I want to speak into that because I know that's a huge part of what you do as well of accepting failure, which I think failure is actually the best thing that can happen to anyone. And failure is looked upon that word as so negative, but in my mind, it's 100% positive. So can you share your personal experience of what you went through when you had that injury and then how you kind of turned that almost failure in quotes to something that transformed your life. Mm -hmm. I use that a lot as well. Like the power of failure. Yes. Um, and people think it's, it's always a big thing. Like we work and we work and we work. And then if we don't achieve, it's a failure. But that's the beauty of fitness is we get to practice the art of being okay with failure every workout. You know, you don't have to destroy yourself every workout, but not being able to lift something at that moment is failure. You know, and I always say it's very rare case that we achieve something in this life without failing. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like to just like step into something and they they're top tier right away. But it's just always this process of striving, failing, not stopping. One of my favorite sayings is no quit, no fail. If you never Say that one quit, more time. No quit, no fail. Amazing. If you never quit, you'll never fail. It's just it's just an opportunity to learn. So you were talking about your your dance being your who you are. And when it's taken away from you, it's a, it's a very psychological thing. And that's what I felt with sports. It, it was my identity, you yeah. know? So at, in one hand, I, I was able to continue leaning into that identity by being a sports performance coach. 
but also that set the tone for something that I was really going to have to face down the line, which was like my identity as a fit pro. Mm -hmm. Obsessed with your body. You think that the external is everything. And so that's been a real struggle of me in my adult, with me in my adult life to accept that that's part of me, but that's not my identity, especially in my spiritual journey. So back to the failure thing. I know that was long-winded, but I, I just encourage people to, it, to not be frustrated when that happens. And then it's another perfect example of how fitness translates into the life. It could yeah. be relationships. It could be not getting the job when you have like a, even if you killed the interview and you don't get it, people are like, oh, I failed. But it's just an, it's another example of how having a fitness-based lifestyle translates to life. 100%. I am, you said right in the beginning that you highly preach doing some form of sports to learn, to grow, to, to learn how to accept failure in order to continue to progress. And that's something that I learned at such an early age too. I grew up in sports and I think having that mindset and getting into a form of movement allows you to train your body and then therefore trains your mind to look at that and say, you know what? I didn't get that for a reason. This is teaching me to continue to grow, to continue to push myself past this. Like this roadblock is in my way for a reason and I can knock that down, you know, and that's that's sports in, in totality. And I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, now, you know, I don't want to be too one way or the other, but I feel like a lot of individuals, especially now in this modern day and time, when they're faced with a failure, they're just absolutely at the bottom because they've never faced it in their life. And so mm -hmm. just like they hit adulthood and all of a sudden it's this extremely detrimental thing. And I'm like, you know how many times I've lost before I was 18 years old? And so it was just like you, and then you shake the hand of your competitor that beat you and mm -hmm. you move on and get better. So mm -hmm. I'm with you, you know, I'm with you. Yeah. So for those of us who aren't watching this live, make sure to become a member because you can see that he's wearing an amazing shirt, E3 Performance. Can you please explain what that means? Because it is directly in line to what we believe at BU Movement and to what our all of our members, which please become a member, <laughs> believes. Absolutely. Yeah. E3 is a concept that uh, a buddy of mine and I came up with years ago as a, a way to stay accountable with one another. And we wanted, we wanted to create a name of it. And I thought of the evolution of body, mind, and soul. And then, so that's where the E3 comes in. And then, you know, body, mind, soul. Yeah. Body, mind, soul. And <laughs> that's such a saturated thing, right? Every yoga studio, every spa, but it's real. It's, it's, it's considered a cliche, but in my mind, cliches are just truths. And so I've, I've made that into my pillars for the business. You know, it started off as like a mastermind, but now it's, it's my business. And so the pillars of my business are function, body, mindset, mind, and purpose. 
for soul and spirit. So function, mindset, purpose. Amazing. So how do you incorporate that into your trainings and how do you train your clients or how do you suggest for people who are just getting into fitness incorporate the body, mind, and soul or those three, you know, parts to the E3 performance into what they do. Yeah. Well, I live it. First and foremost, it's 1000% a part of every day for me. Movement for sure. Mindfulness, meditation for mindset. And then am I moving towards something that is fulfilling my purpose? Mm. Every day. And it's, they're all reflections of one another. You know, so if someone comes to me and they're, they want to get fit, of course, it's function. But then where can I insert mindset? Where, where can I insert being a little bit more aware? Where can I ask the right questions to find out if they have a direction that they're going and what is their why? And so they, they might come to me strictly for the why. They might come to me strictly for the meditation aspect. And so that's where they're all reflections of one another. Does that make sense? 100%. And I think that it is so beautiful to take a look at that because because that is exactly what we preach at BU Movement is the five aspects of wellness. You need all five of them to become the best version of yourself. So when you think of talking to a wellness fitness professional, like a fit pro, like you said, like yourself, you don't think of oh wait, you need the other five aspects of wellness in order to improve the physical aspect. So I think that's beautiful that you really, really incorporate all of that into one. And that really shows that all five aspects of wellness go hand in hand, no matter who you talk to. It's it's synchronistic based on every single wellness professional. So you need to focus on it all in order to improve one. Mm -hmm. And I think there's an art to reading the room or reading your client. So if they are giving you a vibe that I don't really want to learn about the mindset aspect of it. Okay, cool. So we focus on the function and then I find ways to weave in what I know they need in a way. Does that exactly you know, rather than like we're gonna sit here and meditate and they're like, I'm not into this, I'm not coming back. But it's just like little sprinkles of it and then they're getting it without knowing it in a way. I'm not, I'm not tricking them or deceiving them. I'm giving them what they want while giving them what they need. And that's why you, you are the best of the best. You know how to read exactly what we do. And, you know, we're offering it to them in a way that is helpful for everyone. And then they don't realize that actually they're getting the benefit of it all, which is amazing. And a lot of times, a few weeks, months down the road, they're leaning into what they didn't want at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh, didn't, didn't think that was going to happen. That's amazing. So there's, there's a component that I want to go back to that you talked about a few sentences back about the body and how it was challenging for you to go from having that image on what your body should like being a professional athlete and then becoming a fit pro and how that affected you in your adult life, which for me, I've been through it and I've been through a lot of eating disorders and was 
put on stage and had to look a certain way was booked directly off of my look and was weighed before I went on stage with a Justin Bieber because I couldn't be a certain weight, you know, so I 100% can fall in line with what you're saying. And also along with that is, is the point that we focus on is what you keep calling it is function is movement that it's not about going to the gym and working out. It's about getting your body moving. So can you talk about some of the struggles that you went through if you're comfortable with it and how you've overcome them? Yeah. So with like my, my identity portion that I spoke about with like living through my body, is that what you're speaking of? That and then also you mentioned about your body and how that was a struggle for you to have to look a certain way being a being a fit pro. Yeah. It just became like a what's the word I'm looking for? I was blind to the fact that it was ruling me. I thought that I was working out like crazy and eating clean and learning about the human body and learning a bunch of different modalities and how to train to be a better coach and be healthy. But underlying, it was ego. Wow. Was, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, and that's so powerful, ego. It's such a struggle in the fitness industry because not only are there mirrors everywhere and a bunch of fit people in person, now we have Instagram and it's like a highlight reel of what we should be and what we should look like. And just because I'm a coach doesn't mean I didn't struggle with that. Like mm -hmm. outside looking in, I can flip the switch and be trainer Michael, mm -hmm. but inside out, I'm judging myself and then therefore judging other people. And that's when I really needed to flip the switch was when I found myself projecting on other people. That was really powerful wow. because I it just didn't feel good, you know? And so I don't know how deep you want to go in that journey as far as my, my spiritual journey and what I did to like really move past that. It was, uh, you want me to go down that road? I would love to, if you feel comfortable sharing, it's a huge, huge part of movement and, and what we do here at the movement as well is this, that spiritual journey, which is a huge component to, again, the physical. So I would love that. Yeah. So it was like, I'm not going to get more fit. And of course you could be, you're all, there's always room for growth when it comes to like nutrition and your body. But I was there, but I was never enough, never enough, never enough. And then all of a sudden I started to loathe this thing that I loved, which was mm -hmm. fitness and wellness. And I, I just knew that I needed a shift. And so I actually went on a purge retreat on an Indian reservation in Arizona. And I was just called to do it. I've always wanted to do it. I've always been really really interested in indigenous ways and it just rocked my world it, it in a nutshell what happened was leaning into acknowledging both energies within yourself feminine and masculine and in the earth and in everyone else and then archetypal energy 
So when I, you, I'm sure you're familiar with like lover, warrior, magician, king. Say that one more time. Lover, warrior, magician, king or queen. It's just sovereignty. So Can you, you explain it, for our listeners? Absolutely. So if you look at the directions or the seasons, when we're when we're born, it's springtime. And so that's like the lover energy. Awesome. Warrior energy is the summer and the south. And then magician is fall and east. And then sovereignty, king or queen, is winter and north. And so I that got put on my spectrum. And I'm like, I'm only living in the warrior. I'm only living in this ego-driven, outward, like conquering way. And that's useful for someone that doesn't know how to access the warrior. They they should learn to to use that to to get mm -hmm. things in life to make things happen. But I was dangerously only living that, and so then I became aware of the spectrum, and I need to integrate all of them, and then I can call on one of them when I need. If I need the lover energy, I can call on that. If I need mm -hmm. the warrior energy, I can call on that. If I need the magician energy, which is wisdom and being able to step away and find a way around the obstacle rather than just like crushing through it. And then the integration is having the sovereignty over self to understand the difference. And so where I'm going with this is what revealed itself was my loyal soldier which was that ego, which was the athlete, which was the yeah. one that I always called upon when things got difficult and I didn't know what to do. And so I gave him a break. I was like, you're not fired, bro. <laughs> to step back a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. I, you need to sit in the passenger seat. That was a that was like the start of a, a major shift within me as far as my spiritual journey and my compassion for others, compassion for myself, and honestly, just telling myself and believing that I'm enough. And how do you thank you for sharing first and foremost? And you know, I went through my own process of that as well as you know, image and having to look a certain way, being on camera for a living, and you know when I, I got into fitness and then fashion, which was body image. And then same thing, dance, it's, it was, everything was about the way that you look. And I had to take a step back and be like, I'm so much more than that. I'm so much more than my body. I'm so much more than what I look like in this piece of apparel, you know? So I can 100% relate and to really tap into yourself and find your worth no matter what. So I, I think that's beautiful. And thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing. And I would also love to ask, how do you help your clients and how do you share that with your clients during the training sessions? Yeah, I was just thinking, I think I left out the most important part, which was how I help people more with this discovery. And so first of all, it's just, it's compassion. It's listening. <laughs> like truly listening, holding space. And then I was, I, I've been able to remove my expectations. You know, it's like expectations. When, someone, when someone comes to me, they want to learn from me. 
And I'm like, here you go. Here's a blueprint. And then they don't, they don't follow it fully or they make excuses or whatever the case may be. I was just like, well, here it is. Why are you not doing it? Now it's like, I understand that everyone has their own shit. You know, we're all living these complex, vibrant lives. And so it just gave me more, more of an understanding to go outside of myself. And then it's, it's all about them. You know, 100%. it's all about them. Like I was training them and I was truly helping, but was I really making it about them? Was I really being present? And one, one code that I live by is people don't care about how much you know until they know that you care. Say that one more time for us. Yeah. People don't know. People don't care about how much you know until they know that you care. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And I, I, on the flip side of that, I also want to say that you needed to take care of yourself first before you took care of others, which is exactly what we preach here at BU movement. BU is making sure that you take care of yourself because if you don't, then you can't give to others. I'm like you, I just want to give, give, give. I want to help others for a living. And, you know, I would run myself to the ground and then I had nothing left to give. So, you know, do your own work first and, you know, listen to these podcasts and seek out professionals to help you. And then from there you can go and, and help others. So I think, I think that's amazing. And that's exactly what you did and you're practicing what you preach. So that's beautiful. I'm glad you ended with that because that's what I felt. I felt like I was a hypocrite and I was lying to the only person that I couldn't lie to. You, you. know, and it was like this <laughs> just snowballing effect of I'm showing up. I just felt more and more fake and I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, 100%. So I want to go on to more of the physical side of wellness and you are trained in so many different modalities including animal flow yoga functional movement can you explain first of all we have a lot of questions i've received on what is animal flow and secondly explain how you got into all these different modalities and how they really really go hand in hand and what you also promote for others sure i I just live in the laboratory. That's what I call my gym time. My gym <laughs> time is a laboratory because I've been doing it long enough to where I don't really have to think about what I need to do. Mm -hmm. so it's very It's a lot of experimenting. And then also it allows me to have a, a bigger toolbox. You know, rather than just weight training, it's it's weight training, it's body weight training, it's like you said, animal flow, yoga, movement. And so it gives me something to call upon. It gives me something to give a fresh look to someone that just wants to do weights. And it gives me a, a way to insert strength and weight training into someone's routine that really just doesn't want that. So it's just, it's just broadened my toolbox and it's about problem solving, right? 
because in a lot of ways you're a coach you're a problem solver and so if i only have one tool i'm not going to be the greatest problem solver and it satiates my like i want everything movement i want everything about the human body i want to learn about it and see what sticks <laughs> and fail at things like that's one thing that the movement journey has taught me is like i'm i sucked at it at the beginning and i'll never be Surprising. where I to be, but it was like it was very humbling you know and so it's always it's it's learning more from my toolbox and then it's it's taking myself out of my comfort zone so can you explain the different modalities that you train your clients in and also what you suggest on a weekly basis, for example, how many days a week you should do weight training versus animal flow versus yoga, etc. Yeah. Well, this is like a broad stroke, but it's it's the truth. How many days a week can you be consistent with is the first question, right? If you tell me one, I'm going to be like, okay, but we need we need more than that. You know? <laughs> and so at the bare minimum, I'm thinking like two or three days a week. If someone can devote more and be consistent and healthy with it, then we'll go more. But I base it, I generally base my training around three days a week with one day being, I call like a peak or reach day. And so if it's if it's weight training, a little cardio, weight training, and then the reach day is going to be, I call it Spartan warrior training. <laughs> Love it. Where it's just high intensity. The, the, the best summary is high intensity intervals, you know, but it's not like I encourage them to do something highly functional. So we're, we're, that's where we insert animal flow and bear crawls and rope climbs and tire slams and swimming whatever but i just do not really prescribe a lot of intervals on a treadmill or a bike they're, they're good but like to stay on that when are we ever living linear agreed you know the human body needs to move laterally and definitely in a rotational plane so i'm like a lot of single joint movements a lot of rotational work and everything, whether they know it or not, is all based on core. And can you create full body tension in any position, any angle? And I call that bulletproofing the body, right? So if you're squatting 500 pounds, cool, you're strong for sure. But what happens if you have a handful of groceries and you reach down and twist and blow your back out because you're only stuck on this one plane? And so everything that I teach, everything that I train, must translate to life and that's where the performance aspect of e3 elite comes in it's like what is performance to you for you you were a dancer for me i was an athlete for a, a 45 year old mother of two it might be just like playing more efficiently with her kids and feeling energized throughout the day that's her performance needs 100 percent. yeah for me i always say i train for life now you know, I train to be able to do this to when I'm 100. And that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what we offer our workouts for our members is workouts movement. I like to call it as it's all functional movement. 
It's how can I carry these heavy groceries across the street? Or if you're a New Yorker, how can I carry this heavy backpack as I'm walking from the subway to the grocery store? Or, you know, I'm, I'm, believe in the same, same thing. And I think that's really, really, truly incredible. And I love that you asked, how many days can you commit to? Because that's the only way you can stay consistent with it. And consistency is the name of the game. Well, because everybody's going to be like, yeah, I can work out five days a week, knowing in their head that they're not going to be able to do that. And then they're setting themselves up to be disappointed because they couldn't achieve that, like schedule wise or whatever that may be. And so it's just that insights consistency right out the gate. 100%. So you mentioned functional movement, which is exactly how I train and exactly the workouts that we offer. You mentioned yoga, strength training, swimming. There's one that a lot of people haven't heard of, which is animal flow. Can you explain what that is? Absolutely. Um, so many ways to do it, but what we like to do with an animal flow is give you a the, the broad stroke and it's a ground-based movement system designed to increase the connection and communication of the human animal. Say that one more time for us. <laughs> a ground-based movement system designed to increase the connection and communication of the human animal. That's where beautiful. Animal, that's where animal that's the animal of animal flow. Now we replicate animal movements scorpion crab beast ape crocodile but the animal is the human animal you know and so there's a lot of new robust literature on quadrupedal movement training which is ground-based movement training where you're you're you go from bipedal to quadrupedal it's crawling it's limb lifts it's rolling it's moving from one base position to the other and then the pillars of animal flow are that connection, communication, performance, resiliency, and then community. Beautiful. That's, that's the really, really powerful aspect of animal flow is it's worldwide and being with it, like inside of animal flow, you get to see the world connect through movement, you know? And then movement's been around thousands of years, right? like animal movements yeah it's just the way that mike fitch has put together this this system is really unparalleled it really is there's so much magic there and he has taught me the importance of the why why are we doing this movement what is happening within the human body learning about the anatomy and what is what is existing will teach you how to do a bicep curl better if you know why the flexion happens in the joint you're not just curling you're able to again bulletproof the body so that's one thing with animal flow that is just unparalleled is the why behind everything in this system that's incredible and i also want to bring light to that word that you said is community and that's 100 percent the reason I started BU movement and it can be incorporated, like you said, in, in the animal flow movement that we do together and being able to do workouts anywhere, no matter where you're located with people behind you, that's, 
that's the point of the reason we do what we do. And it helps motivate you, helps inspire you and helps you stay connected 100%. Mm -hmm. You're nailing it. Yeah. And what's really cool is like watching animal flow gain momentum and speed. And you see an NFL wide receiver doing like a side (laughs) on the sideline warming up or, you know, it's just, it's, it's really cool to see because one of your questions was like, there's a lot of new trends in the fitness industry. What are you leaning into? And the more that I get into my career, I understand the importance of going back to the fundamentals in spirit and body, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, just let's move the way we wanted to move 2000 years ago when we were hunting, you know? I mean, there's so much there. There's a lot of cool new stuff science back stuff and new movements and things that have come to light that as far as longevity you know like Andrew Huberman and Peter Atia they're like really changing the game on how we can live longer sleep better all of that but it really comes down to like foundational movement for me yeah like you said from the beginning is functional let's let's learn how to do this forever let's learn how to not injure ourselves on our on the daily let's learn how to play with our kids or pick up these groceries. Like you said, it's, it's let's stick to the basics and make sure that we internally are strong, which then mentally, physically, everything's ground zero, 100%. So I want to, I want to end with two more questions and kind of close this up. And I just want to thank you again for, for your time. I don't want to keep you too long. So myself. (laughs) you <laughs> have earned the right to do like a four hour joe rogan or huberman podcast but one day <laughs> i think you did with me absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so the first question is for those of us who are just getting into movement or who are weary of trying something new or headed into the gym do you have any practical tips you can give us start now do not be afraid to hire a coach and be be particular about who you hire hire a coach that is doing it or that has done it like i i have coaches now i have movement coaches i have all the coaches i want coaches i require them and it's like all the successful people in the world have had coaches and they understand the importance of going outside yourself, removing your ego, and also just being more proficient. It's like, there's no shortcuts in life, but you can learn from someone what not to do. You know, that's it for me. It's like, yeah, I can go on Google University and, and learn how to do this by myself. But what if that takes me five years when I can learn jujitsu way more proficiently working with a coach one-on-one? And so, yeah, it's, it's start now. Find a coach who's doing it or that it's, that's done it. Understand the importance of consistency. And then I had one more. Oh, it's embarrassing that I forgot this. Know your why. 100%. I think that's a slam dunk right there. <laughs> know your why for yourself and know your, that leads to the purpose aspect, right? Function, mindset, purpose. What is your why for working out? 
And then what, can you even fathom your why for leaving something behind and making this world a better place? Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So my last question is, where can they find you? Do you train virtually for those of us who aren't? You're located in Colorado. So for those of us who aren't located in Colorado, and if they are in Colorado, how can they find you? And do you have openings for sessions? Do you do group coaching, et cetera? All of the above, my friend. Amazing. <laughs> so I've, I've really, really spent a lot of time recently moving into the online space. So I do have that offering as well. So if you're in Fort Collins, Colorado, that's where I'm located. Basically, if you're in the front range, we can make things happen because we're doing local events and it's just, it's all kind of close knit there. But I'm sure Brooke will put my social media and website information available. But I use a platform called Somble. You might have heard of that. If you haven't, I would definitely look into it. It's legit. Mm -hmm. So it's my mission right now to offer insane amount of free content. So this sounds like a shameless plug, but honestly, if you link up to my Somble account now, you're going to get free content for the remainder of the year. And I'm talking like hundreds and hundreds of videos and programming, and I'll just be available to you. I've, I've made it my, my quest for the remainder of the year to give everything for free in my online space. Amazing. Can you spell that for us, for those of us listening? So, the Somble? Yes. It's it's S-O-M-B-L-E. And I'll have the links in all my social media. And it'll Perfect. take you to the landing page and you can you can see the videos of me explaining what what is available. And it's gonna be as simple as warm-ups, body weight only, weight training, just all of my philosophies I'm throwing out there for free and just seeing what sticks. Incredible. I'll also make sure to post all of that in along with your Instagram in the show description. Yeah. 100%. So Michael, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who is listening. Please be sure to follow us on our Instagram at B-U-N-B-M-T and head to our website, become a member today, B-U-N-B-M-T.com. Once again, I'm Brooke Emery. Michael Paulzer, thank you. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so grateful. And I hope everyone has a great rest of the day. Any, any lasting words? I think we need to leave with the last question. So it's like, start now. Great. And know your why. Start now, be consistent, know your why, and rock on, fam. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Be a baby. Thank you. And we will see you on the next